Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite, favorite housewife, D, aka the Hip Hop Housewife, back with episode seven, season two of the Hip Hop Housewife podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I'm so happy that you guys are here with me, and I can't wait to get into it. So, we're going to start things off with some current events there's a lot going on in the news i want to start off with the latest that's our segment where we talk about hot topics and what's going on in the world so the election is on the tip of everybody's tongue right now oh my goodness um this is one of the most crazy elections i have ever seen in my lifetime and to be honest I really just want them to get it over with. It's it's like so anxiety inducing. Just get it over with. Like just just vote, count the votes, pick somebody and let's move on. Because no matter what, whatever you are setting out to do, my belief is whomever is in office is not going to stop you or motivate you to get that started you're going to do it because you're motivated to do it not because of who is president so please don't let that discourage you no matter who gets in office but the crazy part is all of these different celebrities and public figures that we had no idea you know were working behind the scenes or even interested in politics are now coming forward i mean your man ice cube and um you know well our man ice cube because i'm a hip-hop fan i'm a fan of cube's music and his movies i read recently that um the biden campaign co-chair and congressman cedric richmond has accused ice cube of lying basically congressman richmond said The Biden campaign did not shut Cube down. They just told him, come back when you flesh out your uh, plan for, you know, black people or whatever to help help and get um, progress and move forward in the country. When you come back with your plan fleshed out, come holler at us, basically. Well, Cube is saying that was not the case. He was saying that the Biden campaign shut him down. This congressman, uh, Richmond, is saying that, you know, they're going back and forth. Basically, he's saying Cube is lying. So that was crazy. Um, I don't know who to believe. I mean, when celebrities start getting involved, it's hard sometimes to take them seriously. You know, there's a history of this in the music business. I mean, you see Sammy Davis Jr. I love Sammy Davis Jr. and his legacy as an entertainer. However, um, you know, presidential endorsements that he did back in the day that were very controversial hurt his career. So... Ice Cube, you know, it is what it is. You might want to tread lightly, but um, more to come on that story. So, you know, I like Cube. I'll still support, but uh, yeah, man. Anyway, the BET Hip Hop Awards came on last night. They were virtual. My favorite part of the Hip Hop Awards is the cypher. Um, To be quite honest with you, that's what I look at. I haven't, um, 
you know, really tuned into a BET award show since it became virtual. I mean, I, I watched the BET awards, I think, when Amanda Diva, Amanda Seals hosted them, and I just kind of flipped through. But I do like to um, catch the ciphers the next day, just video snippets, whether they're on social media or the different websites. And the one that stood out to me was the female cipher, of course, with Brandy, Tiana Taylor, her and Erica Badu. Shout out to all of them. And it was pretty dope. You know, um, I liked what Brandy uh, kicked. You know, I don't know if she wrote that herself. I know she had a rap alter ego at one time, B Rocka. Uh, <laughs> I feel like all R&B singers um, that I like always have like that hip hop alter ego. Mary J. Blatch had Brooklyn. I think Monica kicked a little couple bars in some of her songs. But anyway, um, they they killed it. I really enjoyed it, and um, not just because they were uh, they're all talented women, but it was really dope. You know the things uh, that they were spitting. Brandy talked about being a mom and you know how the world is changing she had like a nice little uh like like esoteric kind of 90s you know Lauren Hill type type vibe she was given so I was digging that and of course you know Badu she's a mainstay on these types of cypher things she's DJing and rapping and then Tiana Taylor she's always had some hip-hop flavor and then of course you got her who's multi-talented and um you know overall dope so give it up for them they were the highlight of the the BET awards to me so I was digging that in other rap news let's talk about my man Ghostface Killer from the mighty Wu-Tang Clan. Love the Wu. I love the Wu. I just heard the news that after 20 years, Supreme Clientele 2 is dropping. I am so excited. First of all, I mean, just... It's the Wu. It's new Wu. It's Ghostface. It's, it's Wu-Tang Clan. Hopefully RZA can be on this, um, doing the production. That Let's just get that out the way first. I'm excited about that. 20 years later, and I hope it's worth the wait. Matter of fact, I'm going to speak into existence that is definitely going to be worth the wait. It's definitely going to be worth the wait. You know? So I'm so happy about that. But what I love is... I love watching not just the woo, but I love watching my rappers grow old and be prosperous and do well. Um, if you watch Wendy Williams, she always says that on her shows. Like when she she had the locks up there one day, she had Havoc from Mob Deep. And she even said this to um, the ladies of the R&B group Escape. She says that, and you know, Wendy's been in the business forever. But she always says and gives them credit where credit's due on their music, but also just their careers and how they've held up and their health and how they're looking and I mean coming from Wendy that might come off as shade but to me it's not shade it's really good to see these artists you know still thriving and still winning and still making music I mean it's just great to see people still healthy and living you know period so um 20 years later I'm so excited uh you know for him to drop Supreme clientele too and you know Ghost is looking great 
their sound they're great i saw wu-tang clan um last summer in atlantic city and it was a de- they performed you know great on the stage and um you know i just can't wait for that so i'm i'm really happy about that i'm really happy to hear that so one more time for supreme clientele too coming in 2000 excuse me coming in 2020 <laughs> Supreme Clientele 1 dropped in 2000, so I'm excited for the Supreme Clientele 2 to drop either the end of this year, which is very soon, or in 2021. Now, listen, back to politics. I saw something I was not too happy about in the paper. Um... (laughs) For all of those that, you know, live in New York City, New York State, or just keep up with what's going on up here, there is no secret that we got hit with um, COVID-19 severely, brutally. Not just us, but the the tri-state, you know, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, some parts of Pennsylvania, just really bad. And um, through all of that, a lot of people... Uh, applauded and praised Governor Cuomo's leadership. You know, I, I saw him have some ugly moments with the mayor at times. And um, there were times where I felt that his leadership was um, well-received and he did a great job. But I'm a little uh, perturbed. Maybe that's the wrong word. I mean, get it how you live. But he just dropped a book op- October 13th, excuse me about his leadership and I guess kind of like not a memoir but almost like a um you know a book just detailing like his experiences during the COVID with his with leadership and you know clashes he might have had politically look bruh if you had enough time to write a book I mean listen I just think it's in poor taste I think something like that maybe uh, would have been better to read after this thing kind of calmed down and maybe there was like a vaccine and we started seeing more of a pathway out of this. I really don't, it's just kind of self-serving to me. I, I really don't think a book right now uh, outlining and probably praising more than likely um, your own leadership and your own, uh, you know, actions of how you handled the COVID. I don't think that's what people really want to read right now. So, like I said, um, shout out to him. I like him. You know, as a lot of other things that he does that I think are great. But um, that right there was just, I don't think that was necessary. So, yeah. Moving on. So... <laughs> He also was in the post basically speaking about um, stopping the spread of COVID by discouraging New Yorkers to meet with family for the holidays. I am all for stopping the COVID, uh, 100% social distancing, wearing your PPE, all of that. But there is something to be said with this this um this statement you know since march 2020 it has been really difficult um the social isolation for a lot of people that i talk to um many of them you know they live in different states and cities than their families and friends and it's been hard 
Thanksgiving, although many people were still not going to travel, there have still been from folks I talked to, not me, but folks I talked to, just some carefully curated planning they've done to have like maybe four family members that, you know, live in the same state as them, you know, to come over or just, you know, to visit somebody elderly that's in their family that nobody can go see and that sort of thing. So, I mean, while I think in the New York Post article, Governor Cuomo is not discouraging those types of smaller gatherings, but we all know when family get together, family get together. So, I mean, I I really just, and even for the people who do Friendsgiving, you know, who get together with friends or uh, co-workers or whomever is in their circle that they've built, you know, this is really tough. And um, I'm not saying this to uh, criticize Cuomo, but what I am saying it is more of a cautionary tale. Peeps, check on your friends. Listeners, check on your friends. Check on your family. Um, I got a text today from somebody, you know, that um, is not really a close, close friend or anything like that, but a good acquaintance, you know, somebody who I, I speak to and I, I care about. I hope they're OK. And I have concern for and they have, you know, been dealing with loss and grief. And on top of that, this type of news, you know, they have to rearrange their holiday plans and um, they're going to be spending it by themselves with maybe like one other person, their significant other and, you know, their kids. And it's, it's really rough, you know, it's really rough not to have that circle of people to not only lean on, but to talk to and interact with in person. So please, everybody check on your friends, make sure your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. All of that is 100%, you know, definitely check on yourselves. So moving right along, listen, you guys know I love beauty, fashion, style, all of that stuff. Let's talk about a new product I found that I am loving. I'm currently obsessed with this. It is a product by a company called Anise.co. They are on Instagram and they have all of these great products that are uh, mainly skincare. Um, But the one I'm in love with, and if you've been a listener from season one, you know I love my booty facials. Um, And get your mind out the gutter, please. It's not that type of thing. (laughs) But the skin on the derriere, that, that to me is very important to keep exfoliated and bump free and blemish free all of that good stuff. So I'm obsessed with um, this product. Right now, they have uh, a duo product that I bought. It's called the Booty Duo. And basically that product is a walnut scrub and a collagen mask that you use. You can do the scrub in the shower, put the mask on after you dry off. And it is amazing. I loved it. First off, the mask was um, grainy, but not so grainy that it would hurt. Um, I'm the type of person, my skin gets really red if I scratch hard or, um, you know, bump something. So I have to be careful with when I'm exfoliating. 
but it was a really nice scrub wasn't too grainy and it was rough enough to make me feel like it was working um it has like a coffee grain consistency it smells good but it's not overwhelming i love the packaging if you follow me on ig and you saw my stories um about a week ago i showed the packaging it is pink and black it says i think f-u-c-k bad energy on it <laughs> Why am I spelling that like I'm not grown and not allowed to cuss? But basically, it says fuck bad energy. Dope, sassy brand. I love it. Um, you know me. I love sassy, fun stuff, but that's still about wellness and products that really work. Um, this is quality. Hashtag quality. Um, if you do decide to stop over to anise.co, and that's A as in apple, N as in no, E as in elephant, S as in snake, and then E again, a dot and then co co c is in cat o is in open use the product as soon as you buy it that's one of my first recommendations with scrubs and let me give you ladies a quick snapple fact or guys if you if you're listening um when you buy these scrubs try to use them immediately as soon as you buy them because we tend to put these in the shower or in the medicine cabinet or you know bathroom cabinet in the shower or where we bathe and then they get moist the stuff starts to stick together or it dries out and then you're stuck with like a bunch of salt and you're trying to scrub yourself with that and that that shit's crazy you'll be tore up you know you'll really need to be a mummy for halloween because you'll be wrapped in so many bandages because you'll be tore the hell up but anyway, um, use it as soon as you get it because the chemical, not chemicals, but the ingredients, excuse me, tend to break down and then you don't have much of a scrub yet left. You want to use it in the shower. Please, if you're married or live with your man, rinse or wash the tub out. Nobody is trying to step on your damn scrub and break their neck. Um, I always rinse the tub out, you know, just we love our products, ladies, but we got to do better with that. You know, some of my married friends have told me like they've had, you know, man trying to take a quick shower so he could run out the house and, you know, go go hang out and damn near broke his neck because her Shea Moisture Sugar Scrub is the remnants of it are still in the tub. Like, we don't do that over here. Rinse your tub out. Keep your husband happy. Rinse your tub out. So anyway, um, use it weekly in the shower. Try to do it once a week. Spot test for any allergies. This scrub is made with walnuts. Please spot test for any allergies. Now, the collagen mask, because I said it's part of a duo. The mask is so cute. It looks like, like pink like a uh, bubble gum or something it has like that that nice pink bubble gum girly color um it has a clay texture but it's not drying it is a really really high quality mask so check it out um the great thing about after you scrub since you're putting the mask on your butt you can't sit down you know you have to be panty panty free you know nothing on naked and you need to like lay on your stomach or find somewhere where you could just lay down on your stomach and chill for about 20 minutes to let the mask work. After that, wipe it off with a wet washcloth. If you like to shower again, you can. You don't have to. You should have showered and did that with the scrub in step one. And then you're done. Um, and I would say just check and see your progress after that with how it works for your skin. Um, this brand, like I said, is great. 
does not test on animals. Um, the company also maintains that the products are great for discoloration, blemishes, stretch marks, and for maintaining or increasing uh, plumpness. So, you know, to each his own with that. Uh, that's to be determined depending on your butt. But <laughs> for me, I am definitely checking for it. And it's non-comedogenic, so you don't have to worry about it clogging your pores. So check out the Booty Duo Scrub from Anise. That is for the win and Hip Hop house, Housewife recommended over here. So I'm definitely loving that. <laughs> Now, I also want to talk about another product I bought. Not a beauty product, but this is something dope. With the holidays right around the corner, um, many of us have people on our list that you want to buy something for. Uh, you maybe have a relationship or friendship with them where it's more than just a gift card kind of homey. But at the same time, you really might not know them well enough to know what personalized gift to get. But this is a cool personalized gift that anybody uh, will like that's meaningful, as long as they like candles. So this other product I'm, I'm obsessed with that I want to review with you guys is by a company called Birth Date Candles. Love them. So even if you're not into Zodiacs, you know, I have people in my family you know, I'm into Zodiacs, but they're like, you know, fuck those Zodiacs. Those Zodiacs will have you being afraid to leave the house. Those Zodiacs will have you scared to death. Uh-uh, don't read that. So, <laughs> but that's how they sound to me in my, in my mind, right? But anyway, if you are someone or you know someone that likes Zodiacs or just is into, you know, their birthday, they love personalized little gifts, this company, Birthday Candles, is for you. Check them out. They are dope. First of all, not only do they do the candles based on birth date, not zodiac signs. So they don't do like a generalized Scorpio candle or Libra candle. They do it on the birth date. So if your birthday is November the 7th, you can get a November 7th candle made. The candle comes in a cool glass container. I believe the candles are soy. I actually bought one for someone for a birthday gift. They loved it. They have a really clean smell. The smells are usually like um, a mashup of like things like eucalyptus, uh, coconut, mint, sage. Very clean, nice, minimalistic smells. And the kicker is... When they are done using the candle, the container is so pretty, they're going to want to keep it because it tells them about their personality based on that birthday. It has their lucky numbers, I believe um, lucky color, uh, personality traits. It's just really dope. It's a nice keepsake. Um, I really think, and you heard me say this first, I really think these birthday candle glass uh, jars are going to become the new diptyque candle jars. I really do believe that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you they will. Because those diptyque candle jars, anybody who's an it girl, you know, that buys those candles, burns them out, and then cleans the wax out, and puts them, like, for use on your makeup vanity or your desk, 
that is so fly and that has become like the thing now you see it on instagram you see it when these girls do these posts these influencers post about their makeup blogs and things of that nature so um i'm definitely thinking the birthday candles are going to become that next new it glass candle to um container to put your things in so you heard it here first i said it first birthday candles tell a friend to tell a friend get you some and i think they're dope so check them out moving right along finally i wouldn't be the hip-hop housewife if i did not talk about hip-hop halloween is right around the corner um in fact it is this saturday and if you follow me on spotify i did a dope it's short but it's a dope spotify playlist hip-hop playlist and i threw in some classics in there i made it a little nostalgic but still like hardcore with the hip-hop check it out it's so dope i love that playlist so much um it brings back so many memories and it brings back what Halloween is about. Some of the songs are not necessarily Halloween songs, but they have a scary feel to them. Like Got It Twisted by Mob Deep. We got to give it up for Mob Deep. Love Mob Deep all day long. Love Mob Deep. Say it one more time. Love Mob Deep. <laughs> and rest in peace, The Prodigy. Um, his birthday is November the 2nd. So rest in peace, The Prodigy always my guy um on the rap tip but yes so got it twisted by mob deep where they sampled uh thomas dolby she blinded me with science Mm, mm, that one that's on there um jazzy jeff and the fresh fresh prince nightmare on my street oh man uh even through um Rockwell, I always feel like somebody's watching me. I even threw that in there. I love that playlist so much. Those are the songs I heard on the radio growing up as a kid when Halloween would come around. Even some of my teachers would play them. You know, if we had like a little Halloween party or whatever, Thriller, you know, all of that stuff. And then I threw in the hip hop. So I'm really digging that right now. Even if you can't go out, it's cool to just get into the festiveness of the holiday listen a lot of us don't celebrate halloween for religious reasons or beliefs but it's an excuse to eat candy and dress up in a cute costume so do you you know just don't do the wrong thing but um anyway and just don't be a mood killer for halloween please you know those people and i've been saying this since college those folks who you know, want to give you a speech on why Halloween is bad and this and that. And I get all of that. But at the end of the day, if you're sitting in your crib and you 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 got your Fashion Nova costume on. And, you know, not, no shade to Fashion Nova. I'm just saying. You got your costume on. You got a bowl of candy. Watching some scary movies in your house with friends or your kids or whatever. And you're not bothering anybody. Enjoy the holiday enjoy the holiday you you know it is everything does not have to be a political um statement a moral ethical statement you know you know what you believe in it's more about upholding what you say you believe in and how you treat people and how you move through life rather than it is uh you know buying some candy and watching the great pumpkin so anyway (laughs) i love that playlist check it out on spotify's dope 
When I think of Halloween, though, listen, I'm laughing because Halloween, growing up in the 80s, right, Halloween was like, it was met with like excitement, you know, for the candy and and, and, uh, you get to stay out a little late, but it was met with some trepidation, you know, um, I don't know, like, hit me on IG or in the comments um, after you listen to this podcast. It it was a lot going on for Halloween back in the day, in the 80s. Um, A lot of of candy conspiracy theories, you know, they say there was glass in in the nerd candies and, you know... um, I, I, I mean, then everybody, every neighborhood had, well, not every, but where I grew up, everybody had the crazy lady or the crazy man. So, you know, you had to worry about on Halloween if they were going to chase you or get stupid, you know, because you already saw them walking to school each day and um, in the neighborhood in the daytime. So Halloween just upped the ante that they might get crazy then, you know, um, normally wasn't scared because I have older brothers and they would you know take me out or I was always with a family member cousins and stuff like that in a car and they would take us to like a a nicer neighborhood to trick or treat but um yeah it's just like I said it was anticipation and fun but it was also met with like some you know looking back now I'm like we was kind of living dangerously in the uh, in the 80s, <laughs> even in the 90s. The costumes sucked back then. Can I just say, even if you were a kid whose mom, like, spent a little bread on your costume, the masks back then were so, like, oily and, and, and they were made out of, like, this plastic but not plastic. I mean, the, the costumes were terrible back then. But you know what? I can't front. The worst costume... First of all, the worst costume was just having a mask. And we all know that kid. You might have even been that kid that just had a mask, but they had their normal clothes on. So they had like a Jason mask and then they had like a, you know, used jeans um, or or outfit or like a boss t-shirt and jeans or whatever. Or like a, you know, just like, no, you, where is your festiveness at? Like, you're Jason, but you got on like, you know, cross color outfit. That's I, I don't know what that is. Anything was better than that. So back in the day, I would say that's the worst costume, you know. Um, the best costume was anything better than that. Something that even if it wasn't store-bought, you really put the time and effort into it. If you were a, a Dracula or a vampire, you had the cape and everything, you know. Nowadays... We have all of that. Party City, Fashion Nova, like all of these retailers, you could cop all of that stuff in for cheap. But back in the day, costumes suck. And um, when you grow up in a, <laughs> in a house full of, you know, male siblings, listen, hopefully you're either going to be like a princess or something, you know, that's like the default costume for a girl. Or if you let your older male siblings dress you, you're going to be like some... G.I. Joe or some shit, you know, that was never my reality growing up, I was very girly, but still, you know, shout out to, um, the, my female listeners with, like, older male siblings or whatever growing up for Halloween, I'm sure your brother tried to make you his sidekick and you had, like, a, you know, costume you didn't really like, but hey, you're grown now, do you, you could redeem yourself and 
wear whatever you want for Halloween. So shout out for that, right? But Halloween, enjoy yourself. Um, Check out the Spotify playlist. Make your own playlist while you're at it. But definitely, whatever you do, stay safe. Have fun. So I'm going to close it up right now. Listen, thank you guys. Shout out to the listeners in the U.S. and also the other countries. I've been looking at my stats. I see people in China listening to us. That is so wonderful. Shout out to China. So happy to have that reach. And like I always tell you, um, guys, listen, I love doing this. I love having a voice. I love being heard. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, for me, it's I love hip hop. So if you listen to my last episode where I talked about the movie Brown Sugar and just hip hop in general, this is a marriage for me. You know, um, it's, it's I was going to be dealing with hip hop, whether I liked it or not. You know, in the words of Black Thought from the Roots, he said that in um, the movie Brown Sugar. So, yeah, I want to thank you guys. Check out. The blog, thehiphophousewife.com. Check me out on Instagram, thehiphophousewife. Check out my IG stories. Always, always check out the podcast, The Hip Hop Housewife on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. I believe it's on Stitcher, all that good stuff. And um, love you guys. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Happy Halloween. And peace and love always. Yeah.